0: Just one halakha the laws of berachot. We've been discussing which berachas is made on different items. And today we uh, take a different route. Our discussion this morning is the proper pronunciation of the beracha, Which means, when a person, for example, says, Bore peri What is the proper way to pronunciate the word peri? Seems there's a controversy amongst the hachamim. Do you say peri, meaning dagesh in the pe call that Digusha, or is it refuya? Do you pronounce the pe as a feh? And there will be boreh feri. Now before we could tackle this question, we must review some of the laws of basic Digduk. Many of us haven't heard Digduk since we're in grade school, but it's important to know the rules. Now, whenever you talk about Digduk in grammar, it's a very difficult subject only because there's always exceptions. And therefore, it's very difficult to create rules. Uh, I once heard from one of my rabbis uh, when he was talking about Dikduk, Ham uh, David Biton, Alav once said, Lechol Kelal, Yesh Kelal, Kelal. Which means to every rule, there's a rule that's an exception to the rule. So that's exactly when you're dealing with Dikduk. The basic Klal over here we're dealing with today is. The letters Beged, Kefet, Berosh HaMila. Any time, any of the six letters, Bet, Gimal, Dalet, Kaf, Pet, Taf, find themselves at the beginning of a word, so the general rule is they have a Dagesh in them. Okay, so you think it's a simple rule. Just look for those letters, Beged, Kefet, are the beginning of a word, you know you have to have a dot in them, and if you have to pronounce them, digusha, Except... If the letter before Begit Kefet is one of the letters of Ehvi. Ehvi is the letter Alif, He, Vav, Yud. Well, so now we got a little more complicated. If you see the letters Ehvi precede Begit Kefet, so then the Begit Kefet does not have a Dagesh in it. And that's all you have to know for now. Let's go back to the Berakah of Peri Well, Peri is a Peh. The peh is in the beginning of the word, peri. So you say, oh, it's got to have a dot in it. Oh, but look at the letter before pe, bore ends with an alif. So therefore, based on what we're saying now, it's otiyot, peget kefet. However, that's preceded by ehvi. Therefore, it should be feri. Actually, that's the opinion of Hakam ben Sion abash shahud shalom, in his sefer or litsiyon. That's the way he uh, comes out that you should say, feri. It's in Halik bet, perik memvav, otlam mid So, Achab and Sion would say, bore feri Ha'etz, bore feri ha'adama, bore feri Ha'gefen. However, uh, there's another side to look at this. And that's the way Achab of looks at it. As he mentions it in the Hazor of Adya, in the laws of Berachot, daf pe bet. And that's the way also in the Sidur Ishma the way uh, Rabbi Mazuz also looks at it like this. There's a rule in the Evi Bigot Kefet that if, let's say, there's a pause or a comma or a separation between the l- word that has the Evi and the word that has the Bigot Kefet, so then the rule doesn't apply. For example, the way Achab looks at a Berachah Bore Priyagif and he reads it like this Bore. Piri Giffen The bore is not connected to piri. It's imagine you'd have like a comma after bore. Bore. Piri agifin. And therefore you don't say that the pe is being followed, is being preceded by the evi. Because it's like a, a pause. For example, if anybody knows the ta'min, sometimes you have a ta'am called a tarha. Right before the end of the pasuk. So the tarha is like a comma. It's a pause. And then you end the pasuk. So it's like me saying bore. So therefore, Acham rules that the proper way is to say these berachot with a dagesh. So again, it's a fair between the acharonim. When it comes to these things over here, usually the best thing is, follow the custom of the way you learnt. There's no right and there's no wrong over it. There. There's two ways to look at it. And therefore, whatever the way a person was taught from his rabbis, from his parents, and the way he has the tradition going down, uh, that would be uh, acceptable. But again, just to show you that the rules are not so uh, 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 solid in the sense that there's many exceptions to the rule. Take, for example, HaKab uh, Ya brings down in the Az Yashid Moshe, that we say every day, one of the words over there is Yiddemu, Ka'avin. Right, that's a Pasuk Neshira Shirim. Yidemu ka'avin. Now, we just learned the rule. Ka'avin. it's Begit Kephet Barosh Hamila, should have a Dagesh. But hold it, it shouldn't have a Dagesh. Because Yidemu, the Vav, is coming right before it. Evi, followed by Begit kifet, And there's no Kama, which means it's Yidemu ka'avin. seemingly you're reading it straight. So the explanation over there is, why don't you say Yidemu ka'avin? Because then, Has Shalom it sounds like we're saying, yidemucha that we're comparing God, Has Shalom like a, like a rock. And therefore, we don't want to even think like that. So it's Yedemucha, instead of saying yidemucha as if you're compared to Avin. That's uh, Has shalom uh a terrible thing to say. So even when you have the rules, there are exceptions, because we don't want the word to give a different connotation that could be negative. So again, the Maaseh, we come out today uh, in the... Piri, Firi, controversy. Uh, those that say Firi have uh, definitely uh, what to rely on, like we said, and those that say Piri also have enough to rely on, as we saw in Hazor of